reading is on the front of your bulletin, uh, not, it's not correct inside the bulletin. It's Hosea 1, 2 through 10. When the Lord first spoke with Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take for yourself a wife of whoredom, and have children of whoredom. For the land commits great whoredom for forsaking the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, daughter of Diblam, and she conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said to him, Name him Jezreel, for in a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day, I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. She conceived again and bore a daughter. Then the Lord said to him, Name her Leruhamah, for I will no longer have pity on the house of Israel or forgive them, but I will have pity on the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord your God. I will not save them by bow or by sword or by war or by horses or by horsemen. When she had weaned Lorhomah, she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said, Name him Loami, for you are not my people, and I am not your God. Yet the number of the people of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, which can neither be measured nor numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, it shall be said to them, children of the living God. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Just to make sure you know, Michael did not do anything bad to have to read a passage with so many names in it. You did a good job too there, Mike. It was just the luck of the draw. You never know when God's going to call you to get up here and do something. Or get out there and do something. And sometimes it'll be something fairly easy but deeply meaningful. Like Craig doesn't know it, but he's going to help me serve communion. Because he's being called, in this case by me, and I hope by God. And I hope it will be easy and deeply meaningful. But sometimes the call of God is much more difficult. Like this call to Hosea. I've moved to Aldersgate, me, my wife, and our three children. It's our first Sunday. Hi, we're your new parsonage family. I'm Hosea. This is my wife, Gomer. And yes, what you've heard is true. She is a promiscuous woman, to say the least. And here are my children. This is our oldest son. His name is 9-11. I contemporized it a little bit because the first name of that firstborn child back then, he was named after a horrible event in the history of Israel. But let me introduce you to our daughter now. No one loves you is her name. 
and our youngest is named Not Mine. How embarrassing would that be? How disturbing is it? But it was God who told Hosea to marry Gomer, a working girl. It was God who told Hosea what his children were to be named. All of this happened because God said, do this. This is probably not an ideal way for a marriage to begin. These kinds of relationships, they usually end up as reality TV shows, don't they? And most of the time, these sorts of relationships are generally discouraged among pastors. And the worst part, Hosea truly, deeply, with all his heart, loved Gomer. God had found the perfect spokesperson, a prophet who knew the pain of unrequited love, a prophet who knew intensely what God was feeling. Gomer was a wife, a bride, who ignored her greatest love. God had given her something good, so very, very good. But Gomer behaved as if God's blessing was not enough. There are Christians who ignore God's word and God's will. There are those who want the benefits without the responsibilities. Forgiveness, yes. Salvation, double yes. Love, protection, provision, triple yes. Discipling, serving God, obeying God, serving others, witnessing, putting others first, sharing the gospel, tithing, worshiping, eh, not so much. I have a question for you. Is anything a sin anymore? It seems to me that these days, if we sin, when we sin, we are much more likely to post it on YouTube or TikTok than to confess it to the Lord and pray for forgiveness. It becomes a video. Put it on display for all to see. Oops! But when you remove Christ from the equation, when you remove Christ from Christianity, all we are left with is I-anity. 
as in me, myself, and I. Seems to be the mantra of the world. A love unreturned. A child named for a war crime. A child named not loved. A child named not mine. We forget how much sin breaks God's heart. We forget how much sin angers God's heart. I am sure many people told Hosea to let her go. She's not worth it. But Hosea was driven by love. For Hosea, Gomer is worth the effort. She is worth the humiliation. She is even worth dying for. How amazing is that? But our story has always been the story of God's great love and our great sin. What if that was all for Israel? Punished, broken, and forever unforgiven. What if that is where the story ended? But what else does the word of the prophet Hosea say? The Israelites will become as numerous as the grains of sand. Where they have been told, you are not my people, now they will be told, you are the children of the living God. All that sin, and still God calls them to be children of God. And they're not the only ones, are they? You are holy, almighty one. Blessed are you, Jesus Christ. In the power of the Spirit, you created all things, blessed them, and called them good. You called to yourself a people to make your mercy and truth known in all the world. We betrayed your calling. We wandered from the way. And still we turned from your ways, abused your creatures, and made ourselves slaves to sin and death. At the right time you came and dwelt among us, as one of us, bringing us good news to the poor, healing the sick, raising the dead, sharing table with the unrighteous, and teaching the way that leads to life. 
by your incarnation, life, suffering, execution, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery, and made a new covenant with us by water and the Spirit. On the night of your betrayal, Lord Jesus, you took bread and you blessed it, you broke it, you gave it to your disciples and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You did the same with the cup after the supper, saying, the cup that is poured out is the new covenant in my blood. Blessed Trinity, in remembrance of all you have done to save us, we offer ourselves to you in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has come among us. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ abides with us. Christ will come again. Pour out your Spirit on us. Pour out your Spirit on us. Pour out your Spirit on these gifts. Pour out your Spirit on these gifts. Make these gifts the body and blood of Christ. Make us through them Christ's body alive in the world. Abba Father. Let your kingdom come. Glory to you. Glory to you. Come, Lord Jesus. Glory to you. Glory to you. Holy Spirit, send us to the world. Glory to you. Glory to you. Holy blessed Trinity, one God forever. Glory to you. Glory to you. Craig, if you would come forward, please. <clears throat> 